right, guys, we know you love the Chargers, but you also probably love saving money, too. And Mercury Insurance can help you with that because Chargers fans save an average of $769 with Mercury. That'll get you great seats for the game and jerseys for the whole family, too. So what are you waiting for? Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com to see how much you could save. It only takes a few minutes to switch, and it could save you a lot of money. Don't wait. Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com. Savings info based on 2019 California Department of Insurance Rate Comparison Profile 38A. Individual savings may vary. What's up, guys? Welcome to the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. After the Chargers loses the Steelers 24-17 in Week 6, dropping to 2-4 in the year. Alongside Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harey. Haley, very similar to last week. A slow start equals a loss. Yeah, it's just kind of a bummer when you think that after what happened last week, the team would come out, come out with some fire, but, you know, they punt on the first offensive possession, and they just don't get it going until the fourth quarter. And at that point, when you're down, you know, say 24-3, it's almost too little, too late at that point. Now, they did have an opportunity. They made a little bit of a run <laughs> at the end. Made a little bit of a run. It was just too late. Yeah. It was too late. And you and I talked about this on Friday, not turning the football over. When mm-hmm. you have three turnovers against the Broncos, that was the reason you lost that game. And right off the bat, that rookie, Devin Bush, yeah. with an interception, also that fumble recovery, a nine-yard touchdown. That yep. was the first score of the game set the tone for the Steelers. They had a third-string quarterback. He didn't have to do too much in terms of throwing the ball down the field, dumping it off to James Conner. And Conner was uh, 16 for 41 and a touch on the ground, but 7 for 78 through the air Mm -hmm. with a long of 26 and another touchdown. So Devlin Hodges didn't have to do too much. He had a a comfortable lead right from the beginning. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you don't have to do too much and you're kind of just working with what the defense has given you, you're going to just make plays that benefit your offense, and that's what happened today. Yep. Frustration. You know, there's frustration in the locker room. You never want to be 2-4, and especially when you have a team like this. And we've talked about the injuries. There's there's no two ways around it. There's been a lot of injuries. You Mm -hmm. know, Mike Pouncey being the latest blow to an offensive line that's already down Russell Okun. You know, so... Um, Melvin Gordon's trying to work his way back in over the last couple of weeks. And the, the defense, when you don't have Derwin James out there, that guy brings a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Adrian Phillips brings a lot of energy and leadership. So they're down some guys that have really helped them win games. Just talking to some of the folks that you and I talked to last week, it, it's pretty amazing how in, in a 10-month span from when these two teams last met in Pittsburgh, there's no Big Ben. Yeah. There's no Antonio Brown. There was no Michael Badgley. Mm-hmm. There was no Justin Jackson in this game. There was no Derwin James. There was no Russell Okung. There was no Mike Pouncey. We can keep going. Right. It was a very different game than what we saw last December. A very different game. And to kind of your point about losing some of those guys, Melvin Gordon talked about that and just talked about those guys not only are great players but great leaders in this locker room. And he said, you know, I'm not trying to discredit anyone else in this locker room, but when you have those veterans, like say a Pouncey or say a Russell who have been here before, who have done this multiple times throughout their tenure in the league, and you lose it, it's hard because now it falls on some of those younger guys to pick it up and put the onus on themselves and and take that leadership role, but it's hard. It's hard when you're still kind of trying to find your way. You said Melvin's working his way back. Hunter came back today. Now, he did have a great night. That was was certainly a a bright spot. That was the the bright spot today, yep. But, (laughs) excuse me, you kind of do have those pieces that are coming back. Um, but it's tough. But, you know, we've heard this. We've heard this 
over the last couple weeks, it's a different team than it was last year. They have to nip this in the bud quickly. Fast. Because two and four and three and three, there's a big difference there. Now you go on the road at Tennessee, at mm-hmm. Chicago. you got to get two wins to get to four and four. And then you're back in it, right? Yeah. You're, you're back in the mix. But the adversity, it's going to strike all 32 teams at some point during the season. And that's almost a turning point in each respective team season, right? Like, what are you going to do about it? Are, are How are you going to handle are it? Are you going to bounce back? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to continue to fall into this hole and... When you have a lot of players who have won 12 games like the Chargers did last year, you hope it's fight and win next week. Yeah, 100%. And look, the Titans were blank today by the Broncos. I know Ryan Tannehill came in. I think Marcus he could Mariota, be the starting he quarterback. could be the starting quarterback next week, and that'll be an interesting one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon said they're going to look at tape, they're going to review things, and then they're going to move on. And they need – to kind of like what we talked about last week with Denver, they do need to move on and just turn the page and how they respond next week is going to be a huge, huge factor and pretty much determining how they the rest of the season plays out. You know, watching Kansas City lose the last two weeks, it really got me thinking because the, there's almost a kind of a blueprint the teams have been using yeah. against them. The Colts outpossessed Kansas City by 15 minutes last week. The Texans did it by 16, 17 minutes this week. You have to pack a, a strong running game, mm-hmm. and you got to control the clock. And that's what I think the charge you, you got to put an onus on the running game mm-hmm. and get that going. It was not able to get going today. Eight for 18 for Melvin Gordon. Just five rushes for Austin for 14 yards. Austin caught just three balls for 14 yards, and, and Melvin three for 30. So those two guys, they got to be a bigger part of the offense in, in terms of controlling the clock. And it's hard to do that when you're down so that's early the in the game. That's the problem. Then you have to start throwing the ball. But the Steelers today, time of possession, 34 minutes and 5 seconds. Chargers, 25 minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah. So that, it tells you a lot right that, there. That first drive of the second half yeah. took up like seven, eight minutes. The touchdown drive that they had, and I believe it was the, I think it was the Connor, the 26-yard touchdown, I think that took up like nine minutes or something like that. So you have to be able to control the clock. And, and like you said, it deals, though, with starting fast because when you get in that hole – Running the football becomes a lot more difficult and you become a one-dimensional team because the opposition obviously knows what you're going to do. Devlin Hodges, 15 of 20 for 132 yards. That was the game plan for the Steelers. You Mm -hmm. play tough defense, maybe you score on defense, you force turnovers, you put your third-string quarterback on the road in a position to win. That's certainly what they did. And that's kind of been a blueprint of them over the season. Even though they were 1-4 and coming into this game, their defense has been tough. Last week against the, I think it was the, Baltimore Ravens, I want to say. It was. They had five sacks, three picks. They're no joke, and they came in full force today. No sacks today for the Chargers. Also either. weird because, you know, you think with a rookie quarterback, he's he's never made a start before in this league, so affect him. You need to affect him. and But because he was just kind of giving, taking what the Chargers defense, I guess you could say, was giving him, Kudos, kudos to the Steelers, too, because they put him in positions mm-hmm. where he didn't have to drop back and, and, and stand in the pocket for to as long successful. as typically you would have to, uh, especially when you have a lead. And, you know, for Phillip Rivers, 26 of 43, 320 yards. Uh, he was sacked once, two interceptions. 
So the Chargers go on the road for two straight, one against the Tennessee Titans. Haley, you alluded to it. They were shut out by the Denver Broncos. You just got to get back in the win column mm-hmm. by any means necessary yeah. to get to three and four. And you can't be prognosticating. You can't start thinking of, okay, if we do this, then we need the other teams to start falling or, or doing whatever. <laughs> you can't worry about any you of that. You can't worry about any of that right now. You just have to worry about yourself, and you just have to worry about the next game in front of you. And right now, that's in Nashville next Sunday against the Titans. And Phillips said it earlier this week, and unfortunately it didn't happen, but he's like, we just need one. We just need one win to hopefully start getting a little bit of momentum and stacking them up. So it starts Sunday. I know there's frustration, but we are going to try to give a little bit of positivity here. You have five AFC West games to go. Mm-hmm. That's why these next two weeks are so important, because if you can get to four and four, that puts you in a spot where you have not played your best ball. Hopefully you get some bodies yeah. back and you have a stretch run. You have the last eight games to look forward to to hopefully get back into the tournament. So that's why I think these next two weeks really going to be important for this team because you lose two at home that you probably should have won mm-hmm. against teams that were 0-4 and 1-4. You got to get back on the road, get back to 500, see what happens. Yep. One thing I guess I should say, in terms of these injuries, though, they have some guys on IR, yes, but some of the other ones who are just missing time right now could potentially come back. And to your point, if you start playing well and you start winning games and you hopefully get some of those pieces back, then maybe playing meaningful football in December is a possibility with guys who would have been great to have at the first part of the year, but then on the back end, maybe it means something at that point. Well, we'll see. We're going to keep this one short and sweet this week on the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harey. We'll see you guys next time.